Hello again, everyone. It's Tom here, and thank you for joining me for day two of 30 Days of Beyond the Grid. Between now and the first episode of our new series, I'm sharing 30 of the best clips from the huge Beyond the Grid interview archive. For day two, we have the driver of car number two, the USA's latest Formula One hopeful, Logan Sargent. Logan had a challenging rookie year with Williams in 2023, scoring just one world championship point and being outperformed by teammate Alex Albon throughout the year. There was speculation over his Formula One future, but team principal James Vowles saw enough potential in Logan to reward him with a second chance this season. And Logan's no stranger to proving critics wrong, having done the same during his karting career, which he told me all about when we spoke last year. Me and my brother just got go-karts for Christmas and then, you know, just started karting and one thing led to another. Wasn't meant to be anything other than, you know, just go out, have something to do with my brother and my dad. And so yeah. did dad race with you? He had a kart as well. He started with us, so just like messing around. So he, he jokes that I got everything from him. <laughs> um, Dad's prerogative. Exactly. So. But yeah, we all, we all started together. And yeah, from there, just like, you know, we started racing sort of nationally throughout America and then looked for the next challenge, which was, or actually we started just in Florida. Then we started racing national. Then we went to Europe and uh, yeah, the rest is history. Tell me about the move to Europe. Is that when it started to get serious for you, when the whole family went to Switzerland with you to support your racing career? Yes and no. Obviously it was serious to the point that we moved for racing and also fortunate that dad had some business there. So it made sense for, there was a reason for all of us to go. I mean, I was 12 years old. I don't think it can be like 100% at that point. And I don't think there was like a, a light switch moment like, okay, we're going to race an F1. Okay, all kids say that they're going to race an F1. That's, that's what everyone wants to do. But you also don't realize how much work goes into it, how many years go into it, how difficult it is, how many ups and downs there's going to be, how many opportunities there's going to be to decide to stop, honestly. And um, there's so many hurdles and... To say you're going to do something, there's a lot more to it than just saying it. Was the standard of karting higher in Europe than it was in the US? Yeah, so we we were racing through the US and basically we got to a point where we were looking for honestly higher level of competition. Because oh, you were winning everything. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I, can't, I don't want to say that. But honest, that's actually not fair because I have a few really good friends who are now in IndyCar. I race with. Uh, Patricio Ward, Colton Herta, Kyle Kirkwood. Uh, All the, the guys list, who were winning. The list goes on. So there were a lot of really good drivers in America as well. So it's we had a good core group of, of drivers. But at the same time, we also knew the depth and level of drivers that were in Europe and also understood that if you did want to go to F1, that that was the route. So more than one more than one variable i've read a quote from you in which you say you didn't feel that welcome racing in europe first of all did you say that and if that is the case why i don't know if i meant it in that exact way i had everyone i've ever worked with alongside me has been super super supportive and have always been welcoming but i always felt like there was a bit of a a thing against being an american racing in europe that's just how i've i felt i felt like you're sort of looked down on a little bit and not expected to be as good for whatever reason that may be. But in terms of the people I've worked with 
and everyone who's ever helped me along the way has been has been more than great even after you win the world championship in karting you felt that it's a good question i don't know if it was more just in my head or not again once i got to great teams in f4 f3 f2 uh, between carl and prema even our race in formula renault those teams always completely believed in me and i mean especially trevor carlin i mean he he's done so much for me so at that in in that point of view there were a lot of people who you know supported me and believed in me that's for sure but i i did feel like at times it, it was definitely more difficult i would say more at the start than than through my formula career and that desire to prove people wrong is that still somewhere deep down a source of motivation for you in the end of the day, I feel like it's more a battle with myself. No matter who you are, people want to, you know, talk down on you. It doesn't matter if you're Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton, me, whatever. It's There's always going to be people who don't want you to succeed for whatever reason. But I think for me, it's more about the self-battle and the self, the, the mental challenge that it is with yourself. I believe it's, it's all a mental game, to be honest, because I, I know that I have the ability to do it. It's just about getting in the right headspace to going out and doing it. I feel like when your mind is completely clear is when you go and drive the best. I remember David Coulthard telling me that he felt throughout his career that he was, and I'm quoting him now, swimming against the current and how hard it was, but it forced him to just get better and better. He, he could never relax. He felt he had to keep pushing and it was a good source of motivation for him. It is like that. I, I, I really feel like you're against yourself and um, that's how you get better and that sort of brings me back to those moments where you, you go outside of your comfort zone when it's something you don't believe that you can go and do and then you do it and then you get over that hurdle and then you just keep building on that and you build this foundation and it's about you know building such a solid foundation that you can't be broken that's what the, the best guys and the best drivers in the sport have So how will Logan fare in his second season? Formula One's a cutthroat sport and second chances don't come around often. So when they do, you simply have to seize them. Logan certainly deserves another shot, given how tough it is for rookies to adapt to Formula One. But there will be a lot of pressure on the American to deliver at Williams. I'm certainly keen to see how he handles that expectation and wish him the best of luck. Now tomorrow, as every Wednesday in the build-up to the first new Beyond the Grid episode of the year, I've chosen a full-length interview with one of the sport's most impressive world champions and a real fan favourite. So do check in again tomorrow for day three. Speak to you then. Keep up with the latest F1 action on F1 Nation. That's superb finish to the line. Race previews, post-race insights and exclusive interviews from the heart of the F1 paddock. Magnificent team effort all round. Huge win for us today. And We're pushing at uh, the limit. We must have just got something wrong. Oscar, can we just grab you on the way out? A very, very cool day. It's been a weekend to remember. You'll hear from the drivers, team principals, engineers and F1 experts from around the world. Really, really nice to feel that atmosphere there in the garage. Having the two of them in the points, quite impressive. Those next few positions are worth millions of dollars. The combination is unbeatable. New episodes every Monday. Search your podcast app for F1 Nation.